Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Luca Bratz. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. This one time, this one time, I'm going to let you ask me about my affairs. Michael, is it true? No. Cue the theme song. Fredo, you're my older brother and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. I want somebody good, and I mean very good, to plant that gun. I don't want my brother coming out of that toilet with just a stick in his hands, all right? That's a Sicilian message. It means Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. Nice college boy, huh? You don't want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think, this is the army where you shoot him a mile away? You got to get him close like this, and bing you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. How's Paulie? Oh, poorly. Won't see him no more. In 1972, Mario Puzo's The Godfather came to the big screen. Didn't sound like that, let me tell you. Uh, We got Al Pacino, James Caan, Marlon Brando, Robert Duvall. Play me out, boys. Diane Keaton. And a host of others. <laughs> a host of others. Oh man, that died real bad. I'll just let Colin do it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so this is with with no doubt this is the most famous mafia story it's more one of the most famous movies of all and time yeah absolutely it, you know anyone has a top 10 list the godfather always ends up there and so we wanted to take a peek and see if we all still love it i mean i think we all love this movie from a last living memory of that we have of watching it i looked the so other expectations were high yeah I, I looked the other day and like out of all of the top 10 lists whether it's empire or whatever hollywood top 10 list this is either number one or number two every time it's citizen kane and this and godfather 2 is usually not far off it's usually it's in a top five and and su- surprisingly pulp fiction is usually five yeah which is is well deserved i have we haven't i haven't seen it in a while we'll have to do that one too but yeah this is usually number one or number two of all time best movies yeah beats out everything by kubrick kubrick's got some stuff in the top 10 but i mean this is it i mean like ford coppola he could have just finished the, this movie and just like died yeah and he would have been like cemented in like cinema yeah it is true, but we're glad he didn't because then he made Godfather 2 and then maybe we wish he had for Godfather 3. Yeah, he could have died <laughs> after 2. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they... We uh, see that awful Sofia Coppola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are some of his other films... Zaza. Are, Zaza. We also wouldn't have seen Jack with Robin Williams because he directed that as well. Right. So that would have been good if that wasn't around. Coppola yeah. directed Jack? Yep. What? Yep, I know. He, I, I, that's why I Fucking mentioned it. I really wish you hadn't told me it's that. It's surprising <laughs> that he did direct that. And um, The Rainmaker, which I actually kind of like. with uh, Rainmaker's pretty good. Pretty with good. Uh, Danny DeVito. And uh, Love DeVito. DeVito. Will Hunting. But anyways, yeah, this is the number one. I'll, I'll just say it was my number one. And it was my num- always my number one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, my I, number I, one and my number two. I stopped making lists oh, like that. I remember um, Colin's password oh. hint. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> What's my favorite movie? Um, but I, uh, definitely this, this flick leaves me with all kinds of fond memories. Lots of, uh, lots of scenes, um, lots of characters, 
good story. I mean, the, the whole movie opening where he has the uh, the dude pleading for justice for the uh, injury of his of the guy's daughter. Rape. So, it's, yeah, rape, yeah, rape and a savage beating. It's the Isle of America speech. He actually said she she fought them off and she kept her honor. She oh yes, yeah, she does. Too. That's right. Yeah, attempted she kept rape, her, kept her yeah. maidenhead. I she would not allow it. And uh, yeah, that's the I Love America speech, they call it. But th- this is a really great o- opening speech and story to go over because it instantly shows the dynamic, you know, Godfather sitting behind his desk, having this guy at first get angry and plead. Um, and then you would think most like mob bosses typically, as, as you might think of them, would be like, yeah, you pay me the right amount and I'll go and I'll, I'll whack those guys out for you. I'll whack them right off. Um, but instead Godfather <laughs> doesn't do this. Um, and basically says, um, that's not, that's not justice. And plus the way you're asking me is kind of like disrespectful. And then he plays a little coy game of like, kiss the ring motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he says he wants justice and Godfather says, but your daughter is still alive. So if I kill them, that's, that isn't justice. Yep. I, I mean that whole opening scene, we talked about it when we watched it though. I mean, it really establishes it would seem very cliche today only if there were not but only because this, this was movie. this was ground zero nobody knew anything about the italian mafia in the united states other than maybe law enforcement at the time when this movie came out there Is are or if you had books well yeah because mario puza's book if you had his book but i mean they went through the whole like al capone and everything else like mobs mafia stuff would have been pretty large but what right? i'm saying though is that um, on a, on like as a film that was like um that was like this movie was not only like uh, is one of the best movies of all it was a huge blockbuster yeah so there's people like all over the world and uh, definitely people in like small town America who would have you. never seen this you. you know wouldn't have read Mario Puzo's bestseller or well, maybe they would have maybe Sorry. they would have thought of like the gangsters as like the the flashy Al Capone with tons of murder and stuff and it's not that this movie shies away from that but to show how the family was like doing its best to play as much in the legitimate world as in the the dirty world and even with the drugs and with the gambling that the Corleone family is into um, they're handling it like a business like people will want these things we are going to service it up and we're going to like do it as safely and as there, yeah, shows a bit more of the monotony of the mafia life there was true. there was um there were movies made about gangsters earlier than this right. in the, in the earlier hollywood days but they were more almost cartoonish yeah right the the guys were like had a tommy gun the at their side suit yeah and, and they were like yeah. screaming with the tommy gun and firing it in the air and they were the guys like you guys were just mentioning who like if you paid them they'd whack somebody but this was more about Pay the more the whack them off john says whack them <laughs> off this is more about the um the family and the the structure the and uh yeah and um the it's the inner workings this yeah is the, this is the behind gears the, behind the curtain yeah. of the, the mafia of the machine yeah, yeah, that way it humanizes the characters in a way that makes a lot of them really engaging. And yeah, like Clemenza even is a stone cold murderer uh, and fat apparently. Yeah. But you still like the guy. Fucking um, fat Clemenza. But and there is no other, like Goodfellas, the two other frames of reference would be Goodfellas and The Sopranos, which I think are the other best examples of this. And they were completely whipping off everything from this movie. 
Oh, totally. They even reference the Godfather and the Sopranos oh, in multiple time. episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the fucking uh, Saul does a whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the humor. Just when I thought I was out. <laughs> and they make them kind of, they have a more funny take on this, which is why that show was original and unique. Mm hmm. And they're more about the modern life of the mafia and the uh, yeah, but the from the behind the curtain with like teenage yeah. daughters oh. on their phones and like oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's, great. That's and why the Sopranos, I believe, would still hold up today. As it, well. Yeah, I someone at my work just watched it and they'd never seen it before, and someone had recommended it to them, and they they were addicted. They watched it in weeks, and they said it was the best show they ever saw. Yeah, and this is in the Netflix age, so yeah, yeah. I but, still think that movie, that TV show. That TV show is the godfather of TV. Pretty much. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I this agree. is one of the best movies of all time as well. The thing I like about this is that you always hear about mafia families, but I don't know if any other movie makes you feel like it's a family as much as this movie. Yeah. Because even Goodfellas, everyone still goes home. Yeah. This never shows anybody go home. It's the, it's the fucking Corleone home. And then when they go to the Tatalias, that's the Tatalias home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When they meet, they meet in a neutral location, but like it really has that sense of like the family is this unit. Like the Corleones exist in the Corleone compound. Everyone is together. They're all eating dinner together often and stuff like that. Like it just, it shows like this tight, this tightness of the family. And yeah. Puzo is great for that in his books. Um, you get a discussing that, like that absolute I don't fucking, I'm losing the word, but do you know what I mean? Like there is, um, it's that omerta, that sense of like, there's that, that, that secretness and that togetherness and it's us above everything. And family first. A family lot of them first. are always saying how important family is. Yeah. The um, only time you see the outside world where like you say they go home and stuff and they have a separate life is usually, it was always with his sister and the, the, her husband wasn't on the inside. Yeah. So you're really seeing someone on the outside living with one of the family members. Yeah, because she's, through K she's not well. the family. She's she's mafia royalty. Yeah. But she's not in the in No, the she's not in the business. Like not in this one. Neither Later of, on she is. Neither of them are in the business, actually, because they, te they say they're going to keep him out of it. His name Carlo? Yeah. Carlo. Yeah, because the Godfather right in the beginning he says... He doesn't trust him, so... Don't give you know. Carlo anything, because I think um, Tom says, we'll give him something important to do or something, and he's like, no. Yeah. Don't ever discuss the business in front of Carlo, ever. Yeah, and I mean, that could be as much as he detects that Carlo's a piece of shit or has done his background, or it could be that he wants his daughter out of the No, I think he knows too. Carlo Carlo is not trustworthy. He would have known him. They didn't yeah. get married out of the blue. They... But that just goes yeah. to show that he wasn't going to interfere with what his daughter wanted, but he was also like going to keep Carlo on the outside because he... He doesn't trust The him. Godfather, I mean, that whole movie, he the Godfather's instincts are 100% correct other than when he goes to buy the Getting fruit. By the fruit. That was a bad That move. was the only bad move <laughs> the Godfather makes. Otherwise, he's spot on pretty much tell he's every slipping. time. Well, I don't think uh, he was... People say that, but I don't think he was slipping as much as... They, they even... They pointed out point blank in there. Salazzo even says he's slipping. Ten years ago, could I have got could to him? Could I have him? got to him? But I think he's more so, when he says slipping, I think he's become comfortable in the peace between the families. I don't, and um, he wasn't expecting that he was going to get whacked and he was trying to buy some food. He probably did that every day. Yeah, probably maybe. went bought some food every day. Maybe. And uh, he got comfortable. He got yeah, comfortable. Whether that was true, what Salazzo was saying, or whether Salazzo was just being a twat. About well, it's it. clear that he is. Everyone else he sees the writing on the happened. wall for the business. Yeah. Well, no, because 
Tom Higgins and fucking Sonny both want to go with that little white powder. There's a lot of money in but that white powder not- pops. That they they all see the way that the fucking um, world that, works. That the thing no, but they see the way that things are turning. Yeah, the future. This is this is the future. If we don't get into it, somebody else will. We're gonna lose our power. If you're in that family, you're not put in a position where that's a choice. Like it or not, you're in the drug business now because if you don't, either somebody's gonna come after you to take what you have that they need, or somebody else is gonna provide it. You're gonna lose your your power. Yeah. Because yeah, they'll make I, so much money, they'll buy more power. But yeah. I think I I do I disagree a little bit because I actually kind of think the Godfather was right about what he was saying because it, the whole movie pretty much everything gets fucked up because of drugs, right? They because they're Not trying really. to introduce it. Well, like that's the very first thing that happens. Well, is they shoot Don Corleone. The Godfather's of that. like, don't I don't want to get involved. The, and the Godfather was are he was very. Um, Appable when he said no, he wasn't mean about it. He even wished the guy good luck and stuff. So yeah. I met with you because I was told you're a serious man. Yeah, and he was. He thanked him and wished him good luck and all that stuff. But that guy like was forcing his way into the business, and he was also like creating a wedge between the families. Right, Sonny is. It was the an wedge. outside element. Well, no, also Lotso does is provide an opportunity. Sonny shows the cracks in the foundation. Yeah, and that's what and gets they, him killed. And they fucking drill into the crack. It's not the drugs. It's Sonny that is the precursor for it. Because if Sonny had shut his mouth, they would have seen a, un, uh, a, a united family. I, w- united I wonder family. about that because we only we find out later that it, it looks to me at least like probably all of the other um, four families, not the Corleones, were in on this. They're all pushing pretty hard for the drugs and they need... They need um, they need the, they need the politicians, politicians yeah. right? So it looks like everyone was in that conspiracy. So he might have been whacked out anyway. It's just those are maybe the excuses that people spoke out loud. There's a few times in this movie when a couple of unspoken things like that happen. Um, like um, at the when after Sonny is killed, um, Vito's having the, the meeting with the five families. And at the end, he's like, I pledge I will not be the one to break the peace. But in his mind, he had just realized that it was Bazzini who was behind everything. And he knew, I think, Godfather at that moment that they all had to go because it was like a, a, what do you call it? A puppet master pulling at all the strings and no one else had power. It was all Bazzini. And he was like, this guy's fucking dead. Well, then he immediately transitions power. his plan to take place, I believe, after he's like, Michael, I'll probably be dead soon. And, and as soon as I die, they're going to come at you. They're going to try and get all this stuff to happen. Whoever comes at you first is going to be the traitor. And we know we have this plan to kill them all once that happens. So yeah, see, I don't think they're plan. I don't think he's planning for his death. I think he's Michael is succeeding him. I don't think he knows he's dying. Hmm. He just knows that Michael has taken over the business. He's like somebody's going to approach you. Like business is progressing. I don't think that they know he's dying. Yeah, I think they I do that. though because I Tom. I don't know. I get the sense that they're protecting him because he's well. He uh, they don't they don't hide it. They say he's not well and he needs to step down. Yeah. Right. Well, and I he's know old as fuck. And I know his he mind is slipping. Yeah. And I know he, well, I don't see that's the thing is everyone says that in the movie too, but like even at the end, he gives Michael the sagest advice. Yeah. And so then I don't he, see any slipping. And then he realizes that he forgot. Yeah. He, it, he seems scatterbrained. At that oh, point. he did forget. He repeated something. Yeah. yeah he keeps repeating. Yeah. He's getting dementia. His mind is going. That's fair. Oh, he yeah, also does get, um, uh, yeah. I mean, we. I think he. I think that kid killed him with the fucking bug spray. Dude, that kid, <laughs> and when he's dead, uh, 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 
<laughs> and then he's blap, blap, spraying. Blap, blap. Fuck you, Grandpa. I think because that kid was spraying him with bug spray, and then he was spraying the plants, and then the Godfather was walking through the bug spray and the plants. That spray is broken too. It doesn't even spray. It no, just it like just splooshes a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, just which is perfect for uh, Anthony. It just yeah, pisses like out. Pro- it just pisses out all over shot. it. Because they must have found him amongst the potato plants, <laughs> or tomato, covered yeah. co- tomato yeah, plants, covered in, in covered pesticides. in pesticides, <laughs> and the little kid standing there with the sprayer. <laughs> well, he dropped it. The kid learned from his dad. He drops the and weapon run and away. runs away. Oh right, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't found for days. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah. they're like, where's Godfather? We <laughs> yeah, Clemenza was like. I left it sprayed. <laughs> <laughs> left it loud. <laughs> we uh, we just jumped around like fucking crazy. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we t- you talked a bit about family before and how this movie was a great inside look at family. Like the opening scene is as that um, the wedding Vito's wedding, and mm-hmm. that's like total family event. But all this business stuff hanging in the well, background. Barzini's there. Yeah, but and it's like, like all, all the there. major players are there out of respect, and Don is taking meetings on the day of his daughter's wedding, and um, so. After that opening guy kind of disrespects him, he sets him straight, sends him off, and then arranges for those other two guys to get their legs broke. And then um, the the, uh, the next example is the uh, the not the mortuary guy, the cake maker. Mm-hmm. And the cake maker wants his daughter to stay in the country. No, he so wants the the son the son in law to stay in the country to marry the daughter. Yeah, it, uh, he knows what I say without saying it. So I mean, that's showing like how much pull he's got in politics as well as like muscle. Yeah, he's going to um, emigrate somebody. Yeah, which is another. He's like, no problem. Hey, just do this. Yeah, it's a fucking great. Um, then you get Luca Brazzi, who is this giant, imposing, crazy man coming in and like can't even form sentences. He's so nervous in front of Don Corleone. Which is saying something because the guy is a hitman. Yeah. And he is nervous. Ruthless killing murderer. And is like, I, I on the day of your daughter's wedding. <laughs> Don yeah. Corleone, I am going to leave you now. Yeah, because, because I know, I know you busy. are a busy man. <laughs> See, they miss, yeah. they do. It is kind of uh, that if there was anything I didn't like, it was the fact that the Don tells him to do something very obvious, which is go pretend like yeah. you I, are a bad, you are, you are, do not want to be with our family anymore and try and trick the other family who know how you loyal in. you are to me. Yeah. That, and that's and then, obviously a misstep. Yeah, yeah. So the, so the Don gets Luca killed. Maybe so he again, is slipping. another indicator oh. of his slipping. That is fair. Cause that was a terrible plan. They knew. Thanks Godfather. Yeah. When he went to see Salazzo, Salazzo, that slimy face twat. Yeah. He knew immediately what was going on. They little side note of interesting trivia. Sorry to cut you off. No, give her. Um, for people that don't know, I know Wait, you I'm guys cutting you know. off now. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Payback is a bitch. <laughs> um, for people that don't know, uh, Luca Brazzi is an actual mafia tough guy. He was um, oh, yeah. he was on the set as an advisor, um, mm. and they liked him so much they gave him a role. And because of his nerves and acting and everything, that's why that scene actually plays out the way it does, where he's like nervously reading his speech to the Don, yeah. because he was nervously <laughs> acting um, to a famous actor. And so yeah. it's it is very sincere, but also very cool that there is a real piece of. Um, of mafia history in that movie actually there's like so many stories that um actually someone and i don't know if it was one of you guys gave me a book about the godfather for my birthday or christmas or something and it's it was years ago but it it has all of this take credit for that it has it has all these beautiful glossy photos (laughs) thanks guys (laughs) you're welcome it has all these beautiful glossy photos and it has all of the kind of the there's like so much so many stories about how for coppola 
they didn't want him and they didn't want they didn't want um they didn't want Pacino. They didn't want Pacino and they they didn't want uh they they tried to fire um Brando. They, they tried to fire Brand. They tried to fire everybody. Yeah. The production was like behind, and they didn't want Ford Coppola. And Co- Coppola thought he was going to be fired any minute. There's like, there's like, I mean, all that stuff's been like covered like so many times in interviews and stuff like that. It's not mm-hmm. really worth going over anymore. But it, it is fascinating how difficult this movie was to get made. Mm. It's got a ton of lore surrounding it. Yeah, it does. It's like, it's actually. I mean, it filled that whole book. I mean, it was crazy how much stuff happened to them. Well, no one knows how big the book is. And then the production. Well, you guys. Thanks, like guys. Leaflet, for You're welcome. But but um yeah, it's interesting how a lot of these movies that are so great had uh had the biggest struggle in getting like put on the screen. Well, that seems to follow Coppola around a little. I guess yeah. With Apocalypse Now is the same. Yeah. Fucking Apocalypse Now is a nightmare. Yeah, he's. I mean, this. I mean, and that's all the documentary oh, of that movie. Do that movie? Did we do that movie? No, already? no. The no, documentary of of that uh, is better, in I, my opinion, than the movie. I question whether it would Heart of that. Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, oh, we should absolutely do We that. haven't even talked about I Michael just and his say, beginnings. Yeah, yeah, so then we get Al Pacino, um, who is at the wedding with, uh, his new lady friend, Kay. Um, and okay. so Michael's coming at, <laughs> at this world from Kay. a completely different angle. It seems it's been a long time since he's been home. He's wearing his army uniform. So he's in World War II. Uh, he's considered an army hero um, by the family, more for um, probably them just loving him than actual deeds. You don't really get to hear too much no, about the it. Cops, but the cops talk about it too. The cop tells Oh, they the, say uh, he's a war hero. hero. Yeah. yeah. So it, what you get early on is that Michael is not in this life of the, the mafia. Pretty um, much says it. Yeah, pretty right much just K. says it right out. And he's like, this, this is not it. Like he was, a, he was a young man at the time. And so likely, um, you know, Sonny was being groomed for the number one and Fredo was involved in the family business and not the brightest. Fredo, Fredo because he has no other options. Yeah, and so Michael was like, got out of there as quick as he could and uh, comes back to it and really um, fights against wanting to be a part of this. He just knows he doesn't want to. One of my favorite scenes from this time we watched it was when when the, the Don is talking about his sons. And talking about Michael, how he didn't want Michael to be, he wanted Michael to be a senator or governor or something. But he says, uh, Fredo. He's like, Sonny, uh, Sonny was always going to do this. And then there's Fredo. And then he's like, Fredo, uh, he's like, eh. eh yeah. Let's not talk. <laughs> he's like, that's not, which is basically like, let's not talk. Maybe yeah. we should talk about Fredo. It's mean. Let's just move on. Let's just move on to you. Yeah. You could have been a senator or a governor. Yeah. And um, that's, uh, it's interesting that his father was the one, like, because you kind of think in the beginning of the movie that Michael was the one who rejected. Michael. Yeah. Michael rejected the business. And um, it, it was his father who was kind of... In- I think it was both. He encouraged, I yeah. think, a natural progression. To yeah. not be a part of it. Yeah, because if Michael had been like Sonny, he would have probably been less inclined to, you know, to let him go his own path. I think but. you could just see that Michael was a smart, capable guy and he didn't need to be involved in this. Don't and they, uh, do, he already had other sons who were going to do it. Don't they do a flashback in Godfather 2? Yeah. Of all the boys and, uh, and Michael's getting ready to go to war or get, go to yeah, the army they have, and they make a big deal about how he's wasting his shit. And Sonny gets mad at him because yeah. he's doing it, but it's a dinner that they're having and Michael tells them I've, I've, he, that he signed up or whatever right. and then Sonny screams at him. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck did you do that for? I need like to that. watch that more. It's weird because I've seen this movie probably more than any other movie. It's my absolute number one. Um, and I haven't watched number two. Like I've seen number two a lot still, but I haven't seen it that much yeah. considering I, it's I, a great movie. I mean, number, theoretically it's a great movie. Number yeah. two is, is 
as some people think number two is better. We had that talk for a decade. Yeah, we have. It, it is it is tough. It's very close. I love the young Vito stuff. Yeah, I do too. And De Niro? And fucking De Niro kills it. Oh, yeah. so good. And That's De Niro. This is Pacino and this is De Niro at their best. Like Pacino, this is not De Niro. This is yeah. one. The second one, yeah. In the second one, that's the best. Pacino is so young in this, you forget it's Al Pacino. Yeah. Just this young, handsome guy. If you look at the pictures of him today because he's old as fuck. Well, and he looks um, like fucking it, dog it's, shit. It's the same in number two with De Niro looking so young, like Raging Bull young. And yeah. now, uh, now they're all a bunch older. Time's coming for us all, yo. Not me. Um, so um, <laughs> so we learned that uh, Tom is the kind of litigator, conciliary of the family, the con- not a true brother. That's of, where everyone learned that word, the conciliary. Yeah, not a true brother, but they found him on the street. So it, Kay is great in this um, the through the initial the parts because <laughs> she's, Irish. she's new to this. <laughs> all right, my kraut McFriend. Um, <laughs> um, Kay is new to all this, so she's able to ask questions and Michael can tell a few stories from the outsider's perspective to really give the audience more knowledge on what's going on. And then you see like Mama Corleone da- singing and dancing and you get the, the Hollywood singer guy show up. Johnny Fontaine. Johnny Fontaine. Um, and the Godfather loves Johnny. As soon as he shows up, Godfather's like, hey, you came all the way from LA. So Johnny Fontaine is like so beloved that the women are just chasing him around. Also, he looks 60. Yeah, he does. He does not. And he doesn't look... Like I, th- I th- feel like he was kind of miscast just for his age and stuff. Because I think he was supposed to be younger. You can yeah. act like a man. So he, <laughs> he cries. Yeah, he's not gonna get the movie or whatever. It's so all over the place. The last couple of I know it's crazy. That's what this movie does to me. But his discussion with Johnny Fontaine does bring up one of the first interesting side story segues um that we we talked a bit about when we were watching this together it's such an interesting thing so um in order for johnny fontaine to get a movie part in a movie that starts shooting next week could you have waited a little longer johnny yeah Um, couldn't you come sooner to ask for the part don corleone sends tom their consigliere down to uh la to meet with this movie producer guy and get um get a role for johnny and um, the guy fucking flat out refuses after giving Tom a little bit of a show around and finding out what families he's affiliated with. He gives him this really impassioned speech about this young piece of ass that he was developing that Johnny Fontaine ruined. And then as Tom is like quickly shoving food in his face, he's like, now you get the hell out of here. Um, and so Buddy gets a, a horse head in his bed for, uh, for yeah, his troubles. It didn't make a... There's, I felt like it, it kind of was schizophrenic because he found out that he represented Corleone and then he changed his tune and had him over. Yeah. But then, and then he was like, I'll do anything for the Don but this. And then he's like, get the hell out of here. It's just like, eh. Yeah. He gets it. I guess he works himself up a little bit, but. Well, so Tom also threatens him there. A little Cause bit. Cause he says, he says, you, you, you tell him anything else but this. And he says, well, I, he never doesn't ask. ask. He'll never ask once again. He's been refused the first. Yeah. yeah, and he also it's a straight up death threat. Tom had also laid out a loose threat, uh, saying how one of his actors had moved from from like weed to heroin, and not so much even coming at it like we can help him. It was more like that guy like we could have him taken care of. Probably it was the undertones there. But I guess what we were saying was, uh, and and when we look at movies a lot of the time, like every scene should be moving the story along. If it's going to be a fluff scene or whatever, it better have like some kind of a purpose to serve. And I think like if the whole horsehead sideshow was taken out of the movie, it doesn't really advance the story in a, in a super meaningful way, but it's still like great character development. And 
like that horse head in the bed, like you're never going to see anything quite impactful like that again. Like nothing else could be left in a person's bed. And I, I think I said this last night because I, I was going down that road when I was watching that scene. And, but but you once again, we've never seen how the behind the scenes work. So we've never seen what Tom does for a living. Yes. We, we know what he's supposed that we've heard he does. But we're getting to see what he actually does. Yeah. And he takes care of things for the Godfather. He goes, he's almost like a lawyer or something. And he goes and he takes, well, because he is a lawyer, he is, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I'm okay with it. And also, I mean, it's just an iconic scene. It's it also shocking. does It also does have a purpose. It not only, um, it sets up uh, Johnny in, as like the top guy, because he's like, this will put me on top. So it makes it so that it shows the um, who Johnny is to the family. It projects Johnny up to the top spot in Hollywood, we just assume. Later, when they buy the casino, yeah, they put the they put the contract in front of Johnny, saying you'll play here five times a year, and you'll bring your other Hollywood friends. Yeah, and Johnny says, "Yeah." So yeah, a small whatever. thing, and it's yeah. like kind of a nothing burger, but it, it yeah. does set something it, up later. It comes it back. It does and help ground the world. It yeah. shows a lot of those scenes and stuff show how they use their favors. Yeah, because that guy now owned yeah. that guy now owed the Godfather for getting him that part, and now they are using their favor to get him to play at their casinos. Yeah, just like the guy who was the mortician who they gave a favor to, and then he helped with Sonny. Yeah, so there's a bunch of that. I, I'm mm-hmm. missing some other ones where they yeah, did no, favors but for people. They, they do it. I mean, the you, flower shop guy. Yeah, I mean that wasn't an ask for a favor, Enzo, but Enzo. but he did the favor of helping Micah protect his father because the Godfather mm. did something for him. Yeah. So I don't mind that because they do come back to all of those characters later, like Brent said, they in the do. casino in Vegas. So th- those things are useful. Yeah. Well, and I like to, like you said, it sets up. We don't really understand a lot of what's going on with Tom until that happens. Then we see Tom get sent out, and the thing I like is that. That guy is yelling in Tom's face and Tom Higgins is like John said, he's just shoveling food in and he, he's not bothered by it. Like this is a guy that hangs out with one of the top three most powerful guys in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and is just non fucking plussed by anybody yeah. except for Sonny. Yeah. Well, Sonny and him like true brothers can make yeah. each other erupt. And it's the only time Tom blows up. Is to Sonny. Yeah, Other that's than that, true. he is calm customer, man. Yeah, yeah, you're Love right. It's the shit. only time you see him lose his cool is with uh, Sonny. And also, um, I feel like the reason why everyone's out to get Corleone or Vito or whatever is because he is the most powerful of them all because of his connections. Corleone and, isn't, and the though. Way he, well, the, no, the he, order of things, Corleone, uh, according to the book and, and whatever, Barzini's number one. I can't remember number two, maybe Tatalia. Number three is Corleone. But I'm just saying that because of his connections politically, he is more powerful than them because they, they're they going out of their way almost to get him in the drugs thing so they can use his influence. Yeah, they need that. So in, a, in that him. circumstance, yeah. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. I almost feel like that gives him an upper <clears throat> hand on all of them because he's so ingrained in politics and and the police and stuff like that. I guess they it's all have police in their pockets. I think it's in the way he does the favors, Don Corleone. Yeah, like he, he like stacks up a you ton would want of to. favors. Like he'll, he'll give you the option, do me a favor and I'll do you one later. Like that whole shit flies like currency with him that he, yeah. but he, he doesn't seem to go too overboard when collecting 
in some cases. Now, in this case of the movie producer, he got his $600,000 horse's head chopped off and put in his fucking bed, mm-hmm. and you better believe Johnny Fontaine got that role after that. But it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such a stupidly <laughs> fantastical scene. Um, like, you, like, you couldn't have dreamt up anything worse. And, like, like seeing that for the first time, that's a scene again, I can't even imagine I've seen this movie so many times, but... It's just not what you'd expect. You see the guy and he's uncovering himself and there's blood. And you're like, oh, did he hurt him? Did he kill his wife? What did he do? His fucking horse? Oh my God. I'm going to put him out to stud. That's prized possession. It's visceral. There's something about that yeah. that is worse than getting beat up or having someone close to you killed. Like those are all obvious. Mm-hmm. The horse head is such a something, visceral. Well, could so you imagine if like. If like John, it would be similar to if you woke up in bed and Wiggs head Wiggs was, head, his yeah. dog was so in So like not only covers. is my dog dead and in, in under my covers in bed, but like someone had spit in my room and put it there. Yeah. And I mean, like been on my property asleep. and when I was asleep and I'd just be like, Oh my Yeah, they could have done anything head. to you. Yeah. Well, there wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be as big as a horse's, of course, but yeah. John's dog's small. Yeah, his bed's not as big as that guy either. That's freaky, though. That's that would true. be very freaky if oh, someone yeah. did that. Yeah, definitely. Like that the, sends a clear, like, there's no doubt what the message is. Yeah, there's another great e- no example I in film dogs. when, the, um, <laughs> when yeah, the movie with Glenn Close, actually, that uh, she boils the bunny rabbit, which is his oh, daughter's oh, pet. Um, it's um, as the stranger. It's no despicable it's, things. No, no, um, no, no. It's, no, no. Uh, it's uh, the, the fuck. Uh, a fatal attraction yes thank you yeah so like doing something to people's pets and and stuff is fucked up all right that's and just john a really wick? fucked up yeah. thing oh yeah. well dogs. did they mean to kill john wick's dog yeah oh yeah well Which, they didn't come there for that purpose but as soon as the dog came, oh around, did he c- go after them they dispatched it no it was a puppy they they, they just fucking kill the dog what they dicks. killed his puppy and john wick that's why he fucks everybody. i forgot everybody. that it was a puppy his, the his dog dead that his wife, wife gave arranged him. for him to have no a puppy. i know she yeah. gave him the puppy but i thought it grew up and then it, it no, attacked no, them when they another, broke in he gets another one in later weeks. oh yeah. there you go that makes because dogs are replaceable anyway um As we all know <laughs> so moving the story along then uh, then we get into salazzo um who's seems to be like kind of like an independent the contractor Turk. Who is hooking up through the Tatalia family? Well, that's his. That's his guys anyway, to sell the white powder heroin. And uh, well, he has a really great idea. They end up sitting in a meeting, and and after mulling it over as a team, uh, Don Corleone says he doesn't want to get into the drug business. But unfortunately, in that meeting, Sonny, um, they mull it over like a team. Yeah, even <laughs> though they don't, couldn't be the least. Don accurate. Corleone asked both of them what they want to do. Both of the both Sonny and and Tom are like, we we think we should do it. And Corleone's like, I ain't doing it. Yeah. Fuck you all. But anyway, Sonny uh, ends up saying something in the meeting that shows that he doesn't necessarily agree with his father. Uh, and at that moment, the enemies smell weakness and feel like if they can rub out the penile area of Don Corleone, then he'll be too exhausted to stop them from partnering with Sonny to get it. It did seem weird, goal. though, because what he did say was pretty banal. I think he asked if they could guarantee their safety or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But it showed he was emotional. What, the Turk? Yeah. He asks for a million dollars in cash. No, no, no. And protection. What Sonny says is, how can they guarantee our protection or something? So Sonny... He says they guarantee his investment. Yeah. He's yeah. Still, yeah, but they're so, gonna, so they're Sonny's... our money. I know, but so Sonny's kind of actually... Um, he wasn't saying anything positive about it. He was actually kind of criticizing but that guy saying they're l- going to give little, protection. Yeah, a little bit, but that only makes him show interest in the plan. And it also guess. shows dissension. And passion and dissension. Yeah, he should have kept this fucking... Well, no, shit. he shouldn't have talked. You're not. Sp- One thing I learned from The Godfather is when The Godfather's doing, having a meeting, you just don't say anything. Yeah. 
but Sonny's hot-headed. So anyway, He's so the, the enemies know what's up. Hoo-ah. And then uh, uh, young Polly apparently gets sick and can't drive Papa that day. And so... Um, Polly's um, a liar. Polly is a liar. And he gets shot in the back of the head a couple Do times. Do you guys agree him. that Polly was lying, right? Yes. He had that fake cough. He was and he obviously was, oh, was fake. Bad, he, had a, yeah. he had um, a handkerchief and he was like... Eh, eh. Uh, uh. Yeah, he was doing a real bad yeah. job of faking it. And Sonny's like, oh, are you okay? Get some medication. Have some of this. You get that motherfucker dead. First thing you do tomorrow. <laughs> He's not going to put up with that shit. No. So they, uh, yeah, uh, Don Corleone is out and about, and uh, just as he's about to get back in the car with his son, Fredo, he's like, I'm going to buy some oranges and fruit. And in that time, bad guys run up, and uh, Don Corleone trips over an orange stand, takes a header into the car and gets shot five times at point blank and then fredo in a moment of just still enrages me drops his gun pulling it out of his pants and then doesn't go after the guys doesn't shoot after them just sits on the ground and cries as stupid fredo Don doesn't tell anyone to call an ambulance no nothing nothing just sits there and cries, cries. Fuck you, Fredo. He didn't even see if he was okay. No, he just sat there. Yeah. Could have been like, you okay, Pop? Like a dumb shit. And so from that moment, um, now Michael starts to get a little bit more concerned with what's going on. He's out on a date with Kay and sees in the newspaper like some clickbait headline saying, crime boss may be killed. (laughs) (laughs) Front page story. Corleone feared dead. I will also say that the other thing that's really bad in this movie is the, uh, when they use uh, montages and paper headlines. You don't like fat Clemenza montage? When they, yeah. Oh, that's so bad. So this is after Michael... Yeah. goes away and then they want to show a bit of passage of time because they're taking the heat and it's it actually is that's definitely the worst part of the movie yeah it is it's is definitely montage with newspaper clippings and pictures of dead guys you don't know and then clemenza in his room and then clemenza in his room with his shirt off <laughs> waka 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 they which could, is hot they could, like if, if i was coppola if i was coppola i would i would just go edit that out yeah you could just edit you, don't, it. you don't even need it no even a even a like three months later yeah, would be fine. There you go, done. It doesn't. You don't even need that though. You, you could, could have just, like the whatever. shot of Michael in Italy, and then have three months later appear yeah. at the bottom of the screen, and like, you're done. If Michael is in Italy and he's talking to people in a comfortable manner, then we know that he hadn't just arrived and is meeting people for the first time. So it would have represented the passage of time quite well. Yeah, you didn't even need anything actually. Um, right. But so then Michael goes to the hospital to protect his father. Daddy. Well, goes to visit him. Yeah, goes, goes to visit to him, him. Discovers that the guard has been pulled and. Um, so, you know, Michael really gets involved in things at that point to not only move his father's room, but also to um, um, when the flower guy Enzo comes, basically pulls together a quick little plan to stand out front and act like tough guys. And uh, for sure it works. The Keep your hand in your pocket like you got a gun. The enemy crew comes by, sees the two guys out front and is like, man, I thought they cleared this place out. So off they go. And then bring in a few moments later, the police captain. Yeah, I see. I like that scene because that is the turning point for Michael. Because Michael decides he's going to do something to yeah, help his father out. He's gonna. He's not going to just like. Um, he's not going to leave things be. He's going to get involved a, a little well, bit. But, but I he's think not it's, involved. Involved. He's no, involved to save him. Then yeah, he's he's pure straight urgent. protecting his but father. I, but I, when he sees his father and his father, he has the conversation with his father. And he says, "I'm going to take care of you" or something. Yeah. That, in my opinion, for just that's for me. It doesn't mean it was then. Well, no, and he does yeah. say that's to me is when Michael decides that he needs to get involved here with the family, and he's going to protect his father, and he's going to do something because 
because his father's too weak and he doesn't he knows Sonny's a fucking crazy person yeah, yeah. he does say right there he says i'm with you i'm yeah. with you now yeah, yeah i'm I, with you I now think... there you go that to me is the moment when michael decides not not to become his father but that he's going to become involved from my perspective and and i know we can all differ on this this is what we do that that's more of a foreshadowing he meant literally in that moment i'm here with you dad but um I disagree, a, few, but okay. a few moments later the cop cracks him and the the captain uh, cracks him and breaks his jaw and it's as michael is dealing with that that he's that's what brings him to like want to participate in that murder he's that's like that, the that physical fucking manifestation guy. of yes. his mental change yeah. and as soon as he makes that decision then that's when but he's I, I, the term i'm with you is like a very very famous mafia term right it's also what they're with say us when people are in the hospital i'm with you yeah. no I'm way with, I'm, I'm here with you now pops yeah. yeah that's what people say all the time when people are like in a coma and stuff yeah or they're like yeah. like fucking up in death like i'm with you i'm with you but i'm just saying like as we know from donnie brasco i'm with you means you're with me yeah Jesus. So friend, of ours, friend, of friend, mine, of friend of ours, friend of ours, friend of mine. You're reaching. Yeah. Fugazi, I, think I disagree. I, I, I can see Don't your, do the I hand things your, just because you yeah. <laughs> No one can see. I can see where you're coming from, and, and that might be true. I, I think it was yeah. a little bit more drawn out, more of a in, foreshadowing. I think but it was intentional. I decided could to be. sit right in between you guys so as not to be wrong. <laughs> right on. So you agree or disagree? Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, you were the expert too. I was really looking for your backing. No, like I said yesterday, I always thought it was the was the hit because then you see him. It's like a definite Doctor Jekyll, but that makes Mr. it Hyde more. Moment. See, then he becomes the reason why I don't like that being the thing is because then it's it's Michael being personally attacked. It's not about the family. It's about him getting slugged. So to me, that is kind of like not as interesting. Wasn't about his father. It was about him getting punched. I don't like is, that. His dad's a mafia boss in a industry, uh, or his dad's a boss in an industry that has a high mortality rate. So it's not like he would have never considered his dad dying before. And he grew up in that family. People would have died around him. So just his father being shot and then still being alive seems like a pretty weak sauce thing for him to be thrown totally on board. Just being punched is selfish, though. That's a selfish it's reason a for It's a combination. It's involved. not the only thing, but yeah. it, whereas he was minorly involved in helping like his dad not be killed is one thing, but he wasn't going to get into the family business because of it. But because he saw an opportunity to help the family and get that little bit of revenge on a prick who was like going to be responsible for seeing his father but murdered. But even the next scene, Michael, the sa- Michael says it. nothing about being punched. Michael says they're not going to stop yeah. till they kill Pop. And so we have to kill them. Right. That's, but so I think what, that's when, he, when he sees really how far it is. When he sees the corruption right to the captain, Yeah. that's when he's like, what the when fuck? He sees, and the captain's like, He's like, he's like, how much did they pay you? And he's like, you little piece of when shit. He, when he sees, him. when yeah. he sees that the captain's taken away their men, and are protecting Bazzini or whoever's doing this, yes, I'm just saying that the physical act of getting hit is like, is secondary to him wanting to, um, to, to, to get rid of these guys so they don't kill his father. Yeah, yeah, of course it's yeah. not as strong yeah. an emotion. No, no. Yeah. It's it's one I think it's one of the His one of jaw the did get broken though cuz he talks breaking. he talks through his teeth for, for after that, right? Yeah, and it you lasts guys for like yeah. 2 years in Italy. <laughs> it's like 3 years. Or something. something about the altitude. They need yeah. that, they needed to. Yeah, there is a problem with the makeup there and him still having that that wound uh And the timing of it all. Was yeah. he did he have that wound when he got married? Pretty uh, much. It was still like heavy bruising and swelling. He just asked her that like basically to get married right away you're oh, just yeah. like i want your daughter so that could happen pretty quick that's true 
that's true. Yeah, like that could happen in days. Um, so they could bang. Try banging in front of the town all the time. <laughs> um, I, I spend do, the plan with the gun behind yeah, the toilet. Yeah, so the, the hit in the restaurant is awesome. Like w- well thought out. It's it, There's a lot on the line. There's tension. a lot of risk involved. The tension, they're driving Michael in the car. And he's like, where are we going? They're like, I don't know, here, maybe there, maybe there. And then rah, they rip around. And then Michael is like, they're going in the right direction now. Fuck you. Yeah. But the tension in the restaurant when mm. they're speaking Italian with no subtitles and yep. the captain is eating his food, yeah. kind of like partially listening, but he doesn't know what they're saying anyway. The tension and the looks between the uh, the actors and stuff is mm. yeah. so palpable. It's just like, it's crazy. Michael's Italian crazy is poor. Tension. And so yeah. he's struggling to say the words he wants to, and you can see the frustration building and, and the rage on his face. Um, and then, um, who was it? I think it was Brent maybe was saying um, when he asked to go to the bathroom, the cop is like, you got to go, you got to go. But uh, yeah. Salazzo was like, something's not right here. What the fuck? And then like starts grabbing his junk. He's like, this is meaty. <laughs> mm, but no gun so he lets him go but his instinct was absolutely correct because yeah, yeah he knew but then hilarious because you think michael is gonna like stand there for a second then walk out and pop them both but he fucking sits back down at the table and you're like uh and the 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 camera shot is a great as it closes in on michael's eyes as he's like but uh, Salazzo's talking but you know that michael's not listening and the train's going no, by and that noise is getting and michael's like shifty eyes and you're like oh my fucking god and then he, oh man, he just crushes. Do you guys two think guys. that's hesita- hesitation on his part, or do you think it was planned? Nerves and hesitation. He yeah. over, way overthought it, and then he was just like, "What am I going to do?" And then I think the noise of the train was like, "This, this is, is fucking a, it." The perfect time. It. Yeah, it's the perfect time. And so smackety smack. And, right, that uh, sound of the train actually was a really good addition. I wonder if that was in the script because yeah. it really does add to to him choosing that moment. Yep. That, that the gunshots would be like somewhat covered from outside the restaurant. Yeah. That and would, instead of... That would trigger your... Like you would be so anxious in that moment too. Oh. And then that train going by would just be... That unbearable. Would be the, yeah, it would be unbearable. Yeah. And you would have to yeah. I either like, shit or get off the pot. I like when moment. he like also how he like shoots the cop in the neck first and then the cop's still alive a little bit yeah. before he shoots him the second time. I right like that face. too. And no music in that scene. Nope. Um, until fucking everything pretty much settles down in the restaurant Michael runs. turns and and walks quickly out he does almost everything clemenza said um he's like just go don't look people in the face but don't look away don't run he doesn't run he does hold the gun up pretty high when he drops it but not a big deal i think that's an excellent first hit for a guy and and then yeah sounds like i was proud of him i was he did such a good job a little mikey is a man now he was a man <laughs> Yeah, so that like and that's right goes, about the halfway point of the movie, is it not? Yeah, it's exactly almost. And then he goes away to Italy. Yeah, yeah. and he meets uh, Apollonia. Apollonia. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Sunday, Saturday. <laughs> um, so I I don't know. I we talked a bit about this like as well last night. I really like their their short romance like he's obviously like just taken with her the first moment I mean, she's he sees a bombshell. her, and she like Breaks equally with heart. him. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's like watching a beautiful painting get blown up or something. Yeah, it's, that is heart. really sad. She would. So the thing time. is, she would have been such a perfect mafia wife too. Yeah, like she Kay, couldn't speak English. Or Kay anything. is dog shit. <laughs> She's dog shit as a mafia wife. Kay's though, abortion, Michael. That's why. That's why Kay's perfect though for the story. Yeah, hundred. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, it's all conflict. Talking about from inside. No, I'm just side. saying that I think you're. It's interesting that people including myself, like kind of don't like Kay. 
Yeah. But like she's the moral ethical one. Yeah. <laughs> she ruins well, the like party. She's though. getting on. Yeah. She is ruining the party. But yeah. Which is exactly what the she's supposed party. to do. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that's their intent is for us to dislike her. I guess it must be because I, th- I don't think anybody likes Kay. No. A gift begins it with Kay. Keaton must hate that too. That her most unlikable character is the moral center of the mafia yeah. trilogy. <laughs> yeah. It's like people prefer uh, murderers to me. <laughs> I mean, very similar to Sopranos once again. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because you don't like uh, Carmela I mean, either. She's well, not. She's I like a little Carmella. bit more morally ambiguous as time yeah. goes on with the priest and all that. Anyway, yeah. I actually um, do like Carmela better than Kay. Back in America, like though, more, while yeah. Michael is yeah. having his budding romance with Apollonia, we start seeing more things happening on the Corleone front, and so. Um, Vito gets home from the hospital. Uh, Sonny and the crew have um, nuts. Um, what's the Tatalia? Tatalia's son gets whacked. Bruno. Bruno. He gets whacked out, whacked off. Um, it's hard whacked off. And then yeah. um, there's a lot of whacking. We didn't even talk long, about fucking Brazzi dying. Yeah, we didn't talk about Luca Brazzi dying. Well, we kind of mentioned it before. We mentioned like, that Vito sent him kind of to his poor, death, but I think we, and that decision was poor. And then they knew it was coming, so they had a plan to take the big man down. They took him out right away, though. They didn't even like get his confidence. No. They didn't even like be like, yeah, you be with us. Well, I think they said that or something. But they like, offered him money, and they he never said him, yes. He's like. No, he's he like, did say yes. Says, he said no. He, he said being interesting, said, not bad. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Fifty and, but then thousand he goes to in nineteen forty-six, not bad. Salazar goes to shake his hand, and Luca Brazzi takes out a cigarette, and then they're like, "We ain't waiting. Let's choke this fucker." That's out. how in they a super knew. graphic choke. Salazar stabs by the way. his palm into the bar. Yeah, and Bruno holds, holds the his other hand, hand to comfort him. And then him. mystery to comfort <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, mystery Tatalia comes in with the garret. See, I didn't like. I and think, then Luca does the. With his tongue in his cheeks and the eyes big. bulging, yeah. yeah. He's and awesome the thing is, scene. being that he's an actual gangster, yeah, it makes me wonder if he has seen somebody die like that. The and he was is like, Yes, this is what I'm gonna yeah. do. And they were like, Why are you doing that weird tongue in the cheek thing? He's like, Trust me, it's what they do. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, and, and then we saw that scene based almost repeated again in uh, Return of the Jedi with Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's where they got that from. They had to have gotten that from that. Coppola and uh, and uh, and uh, Lucas are friends. friends. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are friends. And They're then like, uh, they send the 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 vest with the. Did no one it. else make that connection? No, I always did. Not, Whenever I saw quite, Jabba no. the Hutt, nah, 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 I was like, this is fucking <laughs> just like Luca See anything else now? And he's yeah. a big guy. We'll big, have yeah. to do Jedi because we haven't we haven't done with Return of the Jedi yet. There well, you the go. first two went so well. Does not hold up. Anyway. They uh, do not say that. We um, don't know. The lightsaber battles are the best. The best. It's so much sabers. Uh, so yeah, so Luca Brazzi gets off. Um, so then uh, um, Don Corleone gets home and is upset that Michael had been involved in things and basically thinks his kids are pieces yeah. of shit for acting so rashly. But then comes the long game uh, where Carlo um, starts beating up. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Connie. Connie. Um, Carlo and Connie. Gets her one time and uh, catches a beaten fort from Sonny. And then somehow the Tatalias are wise to that dynamic and they exploit the situation. Well, Bozzini does. Um, where they pretty much launch a very potentially flawed plan that works. Where first Carlo, uh, his plan is to go home, ask Connie to make supper. And when she makes supper, he tells her to get fucked that he's going out to eat. She flies into a... 
what does he call her? A spoiled guinea spoiled brat. Spoiled guinea brat. She goes into a spoiled guinea brat rage. That's breaking the only reason. Everything. Go ahead, you spoiled guinea That's brat. That's the only reason Wreck why I felt like that was now a weird scene. Up. Because all he, his whole plan was he had to beat her so Sonny would come over. Yep. And get killed. Yes. But she has to push his buttons for like five minutes before he actually finally gives in. We don't know. He's getting ready. He might have been like, I'll just Psyching fucking himself. No, but finish first, doing my hair, then I'll he beat said the he, shit out of Connie. He said he was <laughs> going car. he said he was going out and then she got mad about yeah. it and then she started destroying everything in the house and he followed her around for a long time saying, Go ahead, baby. Break it all, baby. Or so something weird. Like that. That's her shit. She's breaking dishes. Yeah. yeah. That's not his shit. No, He's he not doesn't doing care. stuff with dishes no, except for eating all And then he pulled out his belt <laughs> and hit her a little bit, but then she started destroying more stuff. So he like, hits her in the stomach first. That yeah, always, every preggers. time I watch, that gets me. Yeah. But uh, it just seemed weird to me that uh, she had to push him so far yeah, because, you like, think it would have just been instant. Yeah. He All he had to do was pop her a couple times. Like, and why walk did he even need house. a reason? He should have just popped, like, come home and been like, she's like, do you want dinner? Be like, pop. Yeah. He just punched her a couple of times. Plan is and then, on. And the plan is on. <laughs> but, but she, and and I was saying last night, she like went crazy. Yeah. Like I've never seen anyone go that crazy. No. She destroyed everything. She was going out of her way to reach up on top of things and smash them onto the floor. Yeah, she and is then he a goes, spoiled guinea pig. Yeah, brat. and he goes, clean it up now. Yeah. Clean it up. <laughs> hey, go on. Break it all. Now clean it up. (laughs) So, of course, Sonny gets the car, uh, peels off with no one else. And all the time that this is happening, there are four men crouched down in a pay toll booth waiting, probably for an hour or two, for the window to be right. They're just squatting down there with their Tommy Yeah, guns. what are they doing when other people show up to drive through with? And where are all the other cars? You think that that. was a traffic toll booth? What about the guy that takes his money? He, like, takes his money. There, He's like, they tell him the plan, and he's like, so you guys are over there with the guns. And he's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, and the car way? pulls up here, and then I take the money, and then what? And they're like, we shoot him. And he's like, but I'm here. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get down. If you get down, you won't get hit. The car stopped the bullets. Yeah, the car, these cars but these what days, about the guys? steel. What about the guys in front and behind? They're all going to be spraying wildly from the hip. They're like, look, what do you want? You want a... Uh, you want us to overthink the thing? We're <laughs> just going to shoot the guy. But the- and, and the most important part of the hit... To kick him in the face. He does kick him in the face yeah. after. After he shoots him a bunch. Not a single headshot though. So that Undertaker gets away clean. Pretty clean. Yeah. That could uh, have been might, a they, worse. Some of those must have hit him in the head. I mean, uh, that, you'd think so, but that kick would have like chipped a piece off otherwise. Oh yeah, maybe. That's, that scene's a little overdone. Just yeah, a little. It is. Like and that he fact, could get out of his car and then be shot more. And the fact that there is like Okay, so like when you think of toll booths, you think of a lot of cars. <laughs> yeah. Because like it's a toll booth and it obviously people want to go that way. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to charge money to go that way. Maybe it was the Corleone so compound. So the toll only booth. two cars that come there are the the car that's in front of him, which is the bad guys who mm. block him, yeah. and his car, and then the guys who are following Sonny that are his men. And otherwise, no, there is another car behind him. That were bad guys too. They're front and back. Oh, whatever. Okay, so what I'm saying is the only people who are using this toll booth are ba- the mafia. Yes. No one else. No one else is. No there. regular That's people. That's a special toll road for families. It's, it's uh, a Corleone toll road. I mean, yeah, I, if you Corleone wanted to do road. that, they should have had cars lined up and stuff. And yeah. uh, they did that. You know, they had the car in front of him and. There was cars behind and people screaming and running away and stuff. It didn't need to be all those people. It could have just been he gives that guy the money. The guy like takes his money, turns around with a gun. Yeah. 
it's not as crazy if they don't have Tommy guns. You gotta have Tommy guns. It's the Godfather. Yeah, yeah. you're right. But there's a lot of other places for it was, guns. It just didn't need to be quite as overdone. Same it was, was terrible. With, um, I, I, I agree that it is a problem. Same as in the scene where Sonny beats down on Carlo in the street. Yeah, there's this long shot, and it's like some of the hits. Look, we actually were sitting there for every time Sonny would hit him. We were like, that looked fine. That looked fine. That was way bad pulled punch. There's a right he throws and he misses him by a fucking mile. Yeah. But then there's other scenes where he's up front where he's, um, Carlos holding onto the fence and Sonny bites his hand and then and punches him a few more times. So there was a way to cut that together. To the hand bite's be a great. Little, yeah, the hand bite is great and some of those hits are great, but some of the long away shots, it's just too long. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, if you would have edited it, it would have been a better scene. Just yeah, a little. but it doesn't kill any. Like, it's not no, It's not great. No, that stuff is it not, just like, could have been better. It would have been tightening the screws. That's it. Yeah, totally yeah. right. It, the beatdown needed to happen, and it was brutal. Um, it just could have tightened. Yeah, for a three-hour movie, you could have lost a few minutes here and there, and it would have been a better movie. Yeah. Yeah, for not, sure. Not, there's the, not a ton of it, The though. things we were talking about with the newspapers and all that stuff. Yep. Mm. I mean, back in the day, though, in 72, that people were probably like, thought that was pretty good yeah and if you look at it today i mean well, that's like, the thing though is like that that stuff i think like it, a lot of the stuff that becomes cliche comes from a lot of these movies that we talk about now yeah the newspapers and the time passaging stuff yeah totally I, I mean i'm i'm not saying it ruins the movie i'm just saying if the, it's three hours long if we couldn't find some things to cut even in the godfather it probably would have been pretty crazy at that time like yeah, yeah i agree especially I when agree. we're looking at movies like today yeah so then, uh, yeah, m um, back into Italy, um, Michael's one of his two bodyguards uh, flips on him, and <laughs> he has bodyguards. He's very careful. Wait, he's was like, that one of the other? Was that one of the? That's two? one of yeah, his guys. Yeah. The two originals, yes. though, with the shotgun. Yes. Yeah, because oh, he comes out and bad. says that guy. He's like, "Where are you going?" And yeah, the I guy's like, that. "Oh, uh, uh, oh, this boy. way." <laughs> yeah. No, Bologna. No. And Colin thought the explosion was too much. Michael, Michael, I, I love it though. Go. I think it's, it was so violent with the way it goes. Um, I would have no like. You see her survive? dress fly off. Yeah, <laughs> but that car <laughs> but, fucking brutal. That, that makes me so. Honestly, I love Apollonia so much, and that scene kills me more than most scenes. But in that, most but movies. that car is that car is made of steel. Yes, and the explosion. They would have like, had like dynamite in there. I know, but. Fucked up. But I'm just saying that you could have. Uh, it's not. It's not a speed bump. No, you could have no. gone with something a little less fucking crazy. That car gets dis, like dis demolished. That's because they actually did. Like today, they'd use a, a gas bomb and it'd be more flames than anything mm -hmm. else, and it would like the car would fly up and flip. But this car, just the the top of it opens like a can. Like the poosh. whole thing just peels. It's fucking. Yeah. It's it awesome. actually strikes me as more real. Oh, yeah. I always just I mean, and because got, it's because it's abrupt and violent. It's not yeah. like John said. The things now are made to look yeah like an like explosion. More of an explosion. Yeah, but this is an explosion. Yeah, there's yeah. just a fucking quick, abrupt, brutal explosion that kills just the most beautiful woman ever. <laughs> the she was she was gorgeous. Yeah. Apollonia, no! Apollonia. Poor Michael. So then we get to our. Uh, we talked a bit about this earlier because we were jumping all the fuck around where the the after. Um, Tom tells Vito that Sonny has been killed. He arranges the meeting with the five families and the order to kill Michael must have come before that meeting because in that meeting they decide to truce it up to share the politicians in the pocket and um, and Vito says he's not going to be the one to, to break the break the uh, truce uh, but secretly in his mind he puts it together that it's Bozzini. I still, I mean besides Bozzini leading the discussion to say to Vito that he should like give up his politicians... I didn't see anything obvious enough that Vito would be like, obviously it was him. The tally is a pimp. 
So, but it doesn't matter because Vito is way smarter than me. And so from that moment forward, oh, he's the best. Vito starts launching the plan with his successor now, Michael, um, and starts but the core grooming. I think it's a year meeting, later. That meeting, though, you, has one of the best speeches in the fucking movie. Yeah. When he's like, when he's like, I forego, because that Talia was like, how do I know he won't come back at me for the vengeance? Yeah. He's like, I forego the vengeance, but I have to start making moves to bring my other son back safely. And I'm a superstitious, and I'm a superstitious man. man. So if a cop, sh if something should happen to him, if a cop shoots Just him in the head, himself. if something happens, if lightning should strike him, yep. then I will hold some of the people in this room accountable. That, and that I, I do not, not forgive. forgive. I it. fucking love that speech, yeah. man. But then yeah. immediately turns around and he's like, but, uh, you know, foregoing all that, he's like, I yeah. will not be the one to break the, break the truce. And everyone knows he's a man of his words. So, yeah. so that's quite powerful. He also um, didn't kill, like technically Michael didn't kill anyone that was connected with the families. He killed a cop and he killed a drug dealer. Yeah, that's so, true. So, I mean, he sh they shouldn't have any beef to kill well, Michael. The cop, and the cop was Salazzo's man. So oh, that's not even that's not even a Tatalia or a Barzini no. payoff. That's yeah. Salazzo. They even say Salazzo's mm. paying him significant fund. Yeah, mm. he just wasn't member of the family. He yeah. wasn't like a family member. He was a person working for them. Yeah, Salazzo's Salazzo not even Italian. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. th both those guys were in these guys' pockets. So, yeah. I mean, he didn't kill like someone's son or a family no. member. Not a made man. No. no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Sonny yeah. kills Bruno. Sonny does that, yeah. yeah. So then we jump a year later. Michael's been back for a year, um, brought back successfully. First thing he does after a year is go after Kay um, because, I don't know, like this is where the family thing kind of, um, the way Vito always talked about family being so important, like he loves his wife, he loved his daughters. I'm not sure at that point if Michael is capable of that kind of love. He tries to convince Kay that he is. But basically, he's like, I just want children. Lots and lots and lots of children. Um, Couldn't Michael have found another woman to just yeah, bang? Yeah, but he mm -hmm. has that pre-existing thing with Kay. So he does have a soft spot for her. It does yeah. seem like somewhat of a natural spot for him to be like, I need somebody. And my options, like you're saying, could be he could easily find somebody else. An like Italian. He, he is super eligible bachelor at that point. He's the godfather or the rising um, yeah. power at that point. Yeah. Um, probably a lot of opportunity for him to marry somebody, but then it's really cold. It's more of an arranged marriage. This allows him to get into what he needs right away. He probably also with someone that he already has affection for. The only thing that the only thing is like, if he was a smart guy, he, he would have known that that Kay is going to be around and uh, not approve of of what he was doing. Yeah, and make him feel guilty. Yeah, yeah it's not a good move. It's not a good strategic move. Yeah, no. No. I mean it. It's it's. It's, there could have been a way of maybe setting it up that made it a little bit stronger. Yeah, it was like totally a fallback plan of his, but I didn't see what other plans he might have tried to earn. Yeah. I don't know. But it, that's okay, though. I mean, like, fine. you don't no. need to it, like... He went to what he knew. He had yeah. other things in his mind. He's like, I need a wife. Okay, it'll be Kay. I'll just go see her. And well, like you say, it's the best thing for the story. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I just thought... I'm, I can't really think of another way of like... Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, yeah. he, they were together originally, and then he had to flee. Yeah. So and he it comes was, back for a year. Yeah. And she's like, when'd you get back? He's like, a year ago. He yeah. could have lied. He yeah. could have like, yesterday. Just now. Yeah, that's You're true. the first thing on my mind, yeah. Kay. He's like, eh, after that. Maybe that was yeah. weak sauce. Really he should have gone back to her right when he got back. Probably. Maybe. Well, that would have been better for the romance, but that's not what it's about for him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then we get a little bit of, uh, um, direct council time and handover passing of the torch where, um, uh, Tessio and Clemenza are kind of bucking at the change in leadership, but 
They Don, want their own Don, families. Yeah, they want their own families. But Don Vito's like, do you trust my judgment? Do you trust me? He's like, then fucking listen to Michael because he knows what's up. He kicks Tom off as the consigliere. Uh, you're out, Tom. You're out. Fuck off. That was the saddest thing. a little thing. harsh. A little harsh because Tom's like a lost puppy. He had like served the family well. But um, they tell him that he's not going to be involved in what's coming. And what is coming is the insanely well-timed assassination of all of the heads of the, well, four families, I guess. The shitstorm. Um, but in the, just before any of that can happen, uh, Don Vito gets drowned in pesticide by his grandson and uh, <laughs> succumbs to a bush, a bushel of tomatoes. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> so, you know, it's, <laughs> got, it's such I like an amusing... He, like, scares the shit out yeah, of his grandson with a lemon. With a peel or lemon. He carves excellent teeth he out of that orange peel. He does carve amazing teeth and like a, a He looks mouthful. like a monster. Yeah, and yeah. a little mouthful. He does a super quick too. He turns around. He, like that guy's had a lot of experience with knives, but yeah. that is a very quick carve. Yeah, yeah it's true. He even it's, whited the teeth out a little bit, it looked like. It's such an unassuming way for a man of that um, stature to go. So, so that's interesting. Old um, age. Yeah. Never happens for a guy in that line. It's true. Yeah. Think about he it. None of the other lucky. There's five families one of those families had a guy that died of old age. Natural causes. He Everyone didn't seem like he was pumped. enjoying it, though. No. Dying of true. old age? Yeah, well, he didn't He didn't really... It was seemed a little violent with the grabbing of the tomato plants yeah. and the falling like, into like the ground. Cool more than I used to. And yeah. then also, as he's laying there and um, he's spasming, he gets sprayed in the face with fucking chemicals <laughs> by his little <laughs> grandson. That's what kept him out. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't the best death. I mean, he could have died in his sleep. He might have done him just That's like true. a little bit. He was like, oh, you're suffering. Blah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, finish you <laughs> off. Drink some of this. So then uh, Tessio approaches Michael at the funeral, and he's the, as the double agent. Yeah, just as he told, said it would happen. I still don't know how he knew that that would be the exact course of events, but he said it would happen, and it happened, so he's a smart man. And um, It does seem like good strategy. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be that would be true. Do you um, renounce Satan? Yeah, and then we get the christening, <laughs> where uh, Michael renounces Satan, but I mean, as he is an, doing it, so, there's it's an interesting um, it's an interesting juxtaposition between um, the baby getting christened and the assassinations. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the birth of something new and yeah. pure as a life without the and, five families. Yeah. Oh, and, and they all get Jesus. Whacked. We didn't even talk about Vegas and Mo Green. Jesus Christ, that's right. The fucking stupid Fredo again. Yeah. yeah. Always Fredo. Banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. See, Fredo. that seems like Sonny's move. Yeah. What's that, the casino? Banging waitresses two at a time. Yeah, the difference is, is that Fredo is like that's the only super messy gotten. about it. <laughs> they were like the Sonny night shift. takes them into a bathroom and Fredo's like hitting them on the casino floor. <laughs> they were like the night shift waitresses on a Wednesday. Yeah, probably. That's the difference. Like, he's hotel. banging waitresses two at a time. He's like, that's a good thing. He's like, you should have seen these waitresses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not up to the Corleone well, standard. Yeah. Actually, Sonny's, uh, Sonny's little tryst at the wedding is also, she was now... Uh, Prize. Yeah, she's, that's right. She's a solid. It was four. his regular side piece too. <laughs> solid four. He yeah. bangs her more than once, not just at the wedding. Yeah, really. Yeah, I didn't see and that. And his wife is like obviously appreciative of his giant dog. His wife's so. good looking. Yeah, she's bragging about it at the wedding. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't never saw that before. Yeah, 
This is the first time. I didn't know what she was doing there before. I, I never she was... realized it was her before, actually. I was kind of, I was like, oh, somebody's talking about I thought she was wang. talking. Yeah, no, it's him. I don't know that I ever focused on I thought on she was it. talking about a fish she caught or something. No, she, she was, was like, <laughs> it's, it's big like Dennis Rodman's. <laughs> <laughs> so The way she put her hands, it seemed like it would have been a fish. Yeah. Dude, it would have been like a substantially larger than any real normal person. 100%. Exaggeration. Yeah. I hope. Exactly like that. So yeah, the christening and the hits, all the hits are um, are, are vicious and brutal. And brutal, but they get it done. And mm-hmm. um, uh, and the story kind of winds down from there with uh, Carlo, uh, the last kind of piece of how things moved along to be as bad as they are right now. Is it real? As uh, Michael has to, or Carlo has to answer for Sonny. Yeah, see, he was just trying to get him to admit it the whole time. It's so funny to me because, like, Michael was like 99.9% sure, but if he was going to kill his his sister's husband, yeah. he wanted to be 100% sure. Yeah, that way he wouldn't feel guilty about it later. Like, yeah. And so he wanted him to admit that he he, he had betrayed them. Yeah. And he, so uh, he said, who was it? He was did it. it who, what, what was the question? Bossy. Who gave the? Who approached you? But yeah. what were the two names? Barzini uh, or Totalia? Yeah, yeah, it was one or the other. And he's like, yeah, those Barzini. are the only families you ever see. Like, I think that one guy that gives that impassioned racist speech at the meeting is uh, Cunio. Yeah, but like, you never really see those other two families. <laughs> he also <laughs> threatens him by if he won't, it, if he won't tell the truth. He said it will make me. If you don't tell me the truth, it makes me very angry. Yeah, very angry. Very I guess. Angry. I guess at that point, his his um, decision was a, a slow, painful death or a quick death. Yeah, I think he was going to kill him anyway, he, oh, yeah, uh, even if 100%. he didn't admit it. But I, it's nice to get him to admit it. Yeah, no, it makes Michael feel well, powerful. It also let like he's got to know which family too. It's well, and this and his sister yeah. is pretty upset about it. I mean, he did yeah, kill her husband, so. and, and he watched too, like get in the front seat yeah, of the car, kick the window out. And so we all laughed at that because his front foot would have been hanging out the window and they're just driving away. Like, driving down the driving street. Miss Daisy. <laughs> they don't kill him and then leave the compound. They kill him while they're driving yeah. out of the compound. Yeah. So like the guys that are his neighbors would have been like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? That guy's foot just went through the windshield. I like when uh, Kay comes to the property and, and she's like, what happened there? And points at like the burnt out car. And Tom's <laughs> like, oh, there was a little accident, but nobody was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you should have called Kay. What yeah. the fuck? What you a drag. Yeah. Called. And actually that brings up another important part. Kay doesn't know that Michael killed a cop. Not only a cop, the captain of the police. And right. this heroin dealer. As far that as she they all knows, happen to be at he dinner just together. disappeared, right? Michael he just was disappears. in her life. There was a, something with his dad, and then Michael disappeared. Kay wouldn't know anything else about that. As far as she knows, he is away at school or no, finding himself or something. Question, no. So she goes to give Tom Higgins the letter, and Tom Higgins says, No, if I take that, they could prove in a court of law that I know where Michael is. And she doesn't think to say, What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Why, why would you say that? Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. that's a very good point. Yeah. She's why? like, what does that all mean? So, so because that, she's so against the lifestyle. So, that would be a huge red flag. So that either says two things. One, no, it says one thing. The only way that that would be is if Kane knew that Michael was accused of killing a cop and a drug Correct. dealer. That would be the only way that that statement that he made yep. she makes has sense. To know. That would be in the papers, right? But that's what I'm saying. So I don't think she would have ever gotten back together with Michael. No. So I think that's a big hole. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. And I think it, it's Tom Hagen. Hagen? H-A-G-E-N. Is it not Higgins? No, Hagen. 
Yeah, it's not like the fantasy Brent's island, like, or it's not like Magnum PI Higgins. Higgins. Need to change some Higgins. Of my, Higgins. Higgins. Some, yeah. Need to change some of my passwords. We'll just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, and so after Carlo goes down, and we have the the final scene in uh, in the Godfather's office, and um, everyone's showing their loyalty, and of course Connie busts in and says, "You killed him! You killed him!" In front of Kay, and uh, Kay, this one time, I'm gonna let you ask me about my business. And then he lies to her face. Pretty awesome. And she believes it. Whole hog. Or she hugs him. She does. She's like, oh, phew. I was worried there for a second. I was worried you were a murderer. And all the legalities <laughs> talked about by Tom. <laughs> Even though um, I knew I was already, you were suspected of already murdering two other people. I thought you murdered a third. Yeah. That's such an obvious lie too. Okay, 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 okay. This one time I'll <laughs> tell you the truth. Okay, did you kill him? No. no. <laughs> Are you lying about that? He yeah. does pause and leave her He's on like, the hook I gave you too. one question. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny. And then, um, as, uh, she goes, goes out and is making them a drink. Michael has some people show up to take care of some business. And, uh, I forget the name of the henchman. He was one of the, one of the hitmen in the big, in the big hit scene, but he kind of is closing the door over as Michael's getting his hands kissed by everybody. And the smile he gives Kay, he's like, eh, my boss is going to do some business now. He's like, we're closing this door because we all suck Michael off. That's why he don't like you too much. He doesn't like that mouth. He likes our mouth. He yeah, you know stubble. what? I can't believe we found that flaw. That's disappointing. But I, I mean, I, like, I'll just go first and say that this movie like totally holds up. Oh. And thank God because, Weird. thank God Weird. because because I I I thought that other movies in the past. Yeah. Had held I was up. scared. You I was did. You did scare me. I never would have second guessed it. And then when we were gonna watch it, you were like, "Man, I really hope this holds up." And it hadn't even occurred to me that it might not. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, I'm like, I'll just straight up say it. I'm like fanboyish about this movie. It never occurred yeah. to me. And, and so it, it, it could be like that. Some of the content or, or the idea of the movie is so like held up in my mind that when I came to watch this with a, um, a critical eye, I was gonna be like, "Oh shit!" But it never occurred to me that. Um, the Shining wasn't going to. Yeah, no, and, I would have thought that would be top and, top ten and Star absolutely. Wars top ten horror. Empire movies. Strikes Back. Well, I would have guessed Star Wars. Well, you, yeah, but you, were, but I, Empire Strikes Back used to be my favorite movie. Yeah, so, The Shining's the biggest surprise for me. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Me too. I I agree. I I feel like I was less confident with those others, but I was I was fairly confident with this one. But that scared me though too. Yeah. No, you never know when you hold a critical eye, but but um, that Kate thing though does blow a big hole in the uh, writing for sure. That yeah. that just that one line about I can't take this letter because the the court of law would see me as knowing where Michael was. Yeah, it just makes and then you she's ask like, questions. is he um, hiding? She's like, what? could you could you repeat what you just said about the court of law? <laughs> she probably didn't think about it, and then like a year later, she was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make fuck. sense. Tom Higgins, our Higgins, abortion. <laughs> <laughs> it was a boy, Michael. <laughs> it was a boy. <laughs> Uh, I, we'll have to funny? do Godfather too. Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, I know. Abortion um, shouldn't be as funny as we make it. But it was in this case. <laughs> it, it's uh, just funny because that line. Yeah, that, yeah. we're making fun of the line, not of abortion. No, totally, totally. Not all abortion. Some abortion. Like if Trump was aborted, that would be super funny. <laughs> I'm pro-abortion. Um, Go get abortions, everybody. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no it's no, fine. I was John, <laughs> John got interrupted talking about how pro-abortion. Yeah, was. that's right. <laughs> I, I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> so anyways everything, you're pro-abortion go yeah, on yeah um, everything about this movie is great um, the story like what other three hour movie can hold your attention like this it flew by I it's, thought it, it's it does it, it, it does go magic. by very fast I did not I was not 
bored or looking at my watch. And it's not flashy. No. That's the thing is that this movie is, is is a gritty mafia movie. It's always moving forward. Which I love. All the characters yeah, are totally. super interesting, um, and the acting is amazing, amazing. Brando like crushes it. Everybody uh, Pacino was good. There crushes wasn't, it. There wasn't. I can't think of anybody. Even the flower guy. Even Luca Brazzi, like could have been like a huge hole, but they played up. Like in the one scene, he's like super nervous, but that's like it makes sense for his character. And then when uh, Vito is sending him to to go do that mission. And when he's doing the mission and he's talking to those guys and he's acting like the badass Italian, like, bene, bene, what's in it for me? Like, he's solid in that. He does play that off really well. I actually like that, too, that you bring that up. Because in the scene where he's with Vito, he is nervous. Yeah. And in the scene where he's doing that business with the Tatalias, he actually is a good actor there. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. he's hardcore. Um, the, the police captain, all the mafia McCluskey. bosses... I don't know. I, I can't think of a single person that doesn't fit. Even Fredo, who I hate. I hate him because the guy playing him is a fucking great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, this movie 100% holds up. Um, I, I would watch this once a month. I won't, but once a year at least I get around to watching The Yeah, Godfather. it makes me want to watch a sequel for sure as well. Yeah. I definitely watch this movie once per year. Yeah. Um, at least. This is... I mean, this holds up big time for me. I am... Like John said, a fanboy about this movie and have been since I saw it. I mean, this is like one of my first loves in terms of a movie. And I mean, I don't think that this ever has even tarnished a little bit. Like even yesterday watching it with you guys was the first time that I'd ever even seen holes in the movie. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, I agree with that. I hadn't before either. And that does kind of make me a little bit sad but the, the thing is is that this movie is so strong like because i kept thinking about it there's movies that we've done where we didn't really find a lot of holes mm-hmm. right and they might have held up uh well they definitely hold up but we didn't find a lot of holes about them we just kind of like fanboy and gush over them throughout the episode like shawshank or something like that like yeah. shawshank thin red line we did it for yeah. yeah for sure um this movie we found more holes in than those movies but i don't think i'm alone in saying that this movie is a better movie than those movies like even despite those flaws as a whole as a as a orchestrated piece as a as a the symphony that comes together like john said like the characters each character is so well built and designed and they all are cast perfectly there's Mm -hmm. not somebody that you look at and you're like god damn that's just not right it doesn't feel right the piece here isn't doesn't the re- match the reason why too is we've done a lot of movies that are newer than this mm-hmm. that are directed by huge directors and yeah. and and this is 50 basically fi- almost 50 years old and it yeah. still holds Holy up and many more years yeah, old. almost a half of a century old and we Jesus. and we have um we've done i, I mean like movies that or bad because they've aged, right? Yeah. That's the whole point to hold up. And yeah. somehow this movie still like pulls it off after 50 fucking years. Yeah. It's because of the, it's, it's impressive. Timeless. It's timeless shit. I, too. I, I it, being a period, it being a period piece gives it an upper leg with, with holding up. If you can get a period piece right, then it doesn't, it's not supposed to age. It's supposed to be a snapshot in time uh, of that, of there. that time. Place. Yeah. But it was a period piece already too, because yeah. it was about the forties and yes, the fifties I mean. and it was, this yeah, it was, was 72. 70, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and like the other interesting thing, if you think really hard about it, is that this movie does not glorify the mafia life. No. Nothing is glor. It's that it's like a, a a business that they work very hard for, and there's tons of risk and turmoil, and there's very little. Like we are coming in at the end of the good years, and so all, we start to see the things um, turn around for the Corleone family. Like everything was just humming along until Salazzo peeps his fucking head in. And then shit goes downhill. <clears throat> it's really interesting. I would say after what Brent said, though, about finding some holes in this movie, even though it's like so fucking good still, that um, I I don't know. I would say maybe Shawshank is maybe my number one. Just because Shawshank has zero holes and it's fucking bulletproof. Like you can't fucking, there's no... Sh- I wasn't around for that episode, so I'll uh, I'll have to watch that. Oh, you'll have to. You, that thing's bullet. Tell you where my that thing's is. bullet so, proof. Yeah. I mean, we we did it with Paul, and like all of us were just like, "This is like what the fuck." It's even like has voiceover, and yeah, and <laughs> it has voiceover. Colin constantly finds examples of where he's okay with voiceover. Well used. Once again, it's if it's perfect. well used, Good, Goodfellas is yeah. a perfect example. Goodfellas in the voiceover enhances what you're seeing. Yeah not explains what you're seeing it makes it better and in shawshank it was very similar yeah but like that movie was bulletproof and uh yeah i mean this one's like close it's pretty close yep this movie is love for me yeah like, i, I mean there's just, this if there was a manifested woman also some of the most quotable and it looked like apollonia <sighs> this is probably one of the most quoted movies as well yeah like yeah. the quotes in this it's just it's insane. Well, like you said, this Going is the, the foundation for what every modern the or yeah. contemporary oh, 100%. mafia yeah. or crime family was built off of. Yeah. If there isn't at least one nod to this movie, I would be shocked. I don't yeah. think I don't think any movie that has a similar no. topic would oh, have no. anything that doesn't have at least a wink. No, everything. Yeah. Everything that came after this, even movies we were talking about, like I was just mentioning like Donnie Brasco or... I just rewatched that. And I'm, I don't know if it's any good, but that's definitely like any anything that has to do with, especially especially New York Mafia and stuff. Yeah. And like, um, well, the Wisconsin Mafia is boring. Ty- type of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I'm sure there's they movies stole out the there. the cheese, boss. Like there's movies <laughs> out there about like the Yakuza and stuff like that. Yeah. But like anything that has to do with Italian New York Mafia is all, this is, this is where it all came from. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. And, and everyone like aspires to be this i think we can put it into one word sploosh yeah sploosh yeah I like the that. kwan i like kwan all right so kwan's my word <laughs> all right sploosh is mine i'm stealing it all right and uh so we love it you should love it too if you're not seeing the godfather please watch it and write into us i bet you there's a lot of people in the younger generation who have not seen it totally i, I know there there this must be because you know what years the old. weird thing is, is that people go to scarface yeah scarface is the gangster movie that and people i can go guarantee to. you right now that well, i don't think scarface holds up. not even close no it won't even be close i don't think we got it. we should add that one I, that's I, over we, the top that glorifies the the cocaine trade and the and the we should the definitely cartel. watch it and discuss it because i mean it's super super famous say hello and to I've my seen little it. friend i've seen it over the years Dude, there's a times. rapper yeah. that has scarface 24 7 playing in his house yeah like, it's like his gangster tribute or something that's like, what i scarface mean is that when john said people. that comment that is uh it's interesting because it does glorify that lifestyle which the godfather and the soprano is 
were very smart and careful to not do that. Well, because first you get the money, and then you get the women, and then you, then get, the you get the power. Yeah. Or See, we, that movie's pretty quotable yeah. too, actually. It is, yeah, but Say more for its ridiculousness. It was also written on a lot of cocaine, so we should watch just for that. We and, should do it on and cocaine. And Al Pacino on Yeah, just like we did face. the Big Lebowski on... Uh, White Russians. Uh, White Russians. <laughs> we'll, do, um, we'll do a little coke and we'll watch uh, Scarface. I probably uh, won't as enthusiastically tell my family that we've been doing coke because it was themed with the movie. Did you tell them we did heroin for Godfather? Yes. Oh, I'm the tripping boss. The little white power. All right, folks, you heard it here. Godfather does hold up indeed. Great movie. Go check it out, and uh, we'll catch you next time, everybody. Enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.